Hey, welcome back, Slackers. We got a very special episode for you guys today. The boys got to do their very first in-person interview with frontman of Atreyu, Brandon Sallard. Uh, it was pretty cool. They got to meet up with him in his tour bus. And things got hot. So hot, they had to crank the AC. So, well, the audio was a bit fucked. Here's a little taste of how it sounded. Everything with music in general is when people show. Yeah, so I was able to do a little magic. It's still a little bit different than you're used to. So nonetheless, it was a good time. Atreyu's got a new EP out called The Hope of a Spark. There will be a link in the show notes. Check that shit out. Here we go. Um, welcome, everybody, to this episode of Sultans of Slack. We're really excited. Um, we're here with Brandon Sallers. Saller, no S on the end of it, right? There's only one of me. I'm not plural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to mess it up. Gonna do that. We're we, had, <laughs> we had a big debate on the car ride over here, and I kept putting an S on it. I don't know why. Technically, my brother will be here later. Oh. Then there will be Sallers. I knew that. Dude, I knew it. Yeah. See, I knew that that so was. Is the same brother that played in Hell or High Water with you? Uh, no. Well, did I, you have a brother that no played the uh, band as a no 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 uh my brother did merch for atreyu forever uh, so that might be what you're confusing uh, okay. he toured with us for like 12 years i'm just gonna make sure to keep my edit button and <laughs> yeah, actually, i want you editing this i want you to only ask me incorrect questions <laughs> that would be so sick <laughs> yeah your mom's tweeted, right <laughs> so uh, uh, not, not that i know tell me about this std they named after yeah, you yeah. <laughs> well it's <laughs> oh a good start yeah i like what this is going yeah about. yeah no this is usually what our episodes are like but uh, so is it the it's, it's the brother that brought you to play your first like in your first band when you're a kid yes so my brother was friends with um our old singer and dan in like school and they were like they were in a, a band and they needed a drummer and he was like my brother's a drummer i mean i was barely a drummer <laughs> back then and uh so that's how i my brother's the reason why i started a band with dan and our old singer alex uh, in the first place so i have him to blame for most of this yeah probably you like that mm -hmm. i think i read like what 13 yeah i was like 12 or 13 when we first started dude that is wild my brother i got a d on my report card my mom was like you're not playing the battle of the bands and my brother was like i'm sorry mom but yes he is <laughs> and she they got in an argument about that and he was like you have to understand you're not punishing brandon if you don't let him play you're punishing his friends that's not fair yeah. it's like they've been practicing whatever like tell him to do something else so I just had to do like some other bullshit. Yeah. But that's I got to play though. And even when we started touring, my mom was like, you can go. I was 17 when we started touring. She's like, you can go, but your brother has to go. Uh, and I was like, all right, it's fine. You can sell merch. And then he just kept doing it for like 12 years. Oh, What's the age difference? You and your brother? Uh, he's two years older than me. Oh, so you guys are pretty yeah. close. Yeah, then. close. Yeah, where, did, where did you grow up? Uh, Southern California for the most part. Oh, okay. Um, I was born in LA, lived there until I was six, and then moved to Northern California for until I was 12. And then the rest of it has been in Orange County. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, there's funny how many of this like style of band come out of that area. Strangely enough, right? Yeah. It seems weird. It's like, uh, I don't know why. None of us sound like what Orange County sounds like either. Yeah. Right. right. Predating. Yeah. Us, you know? 
Well, I keep thinking, is there like a is there like a band in common? Like, I'm trying to figure out what the like what the band in common is that like had all these branch outs of like metalcore and like. I think if you look at specifically like us and Avenged, mm-hmm. um, both of us are very similar with musical taste. Like, we both grew up on on punk and like No Effects and Pennywise, yeah, and, yeah. and like that kind of Southern Cal. No, well, No Effects in Northern California, but just that kind of Southern California punk. Yeah, and but we're also into like metal bands, so like. And even the, heart, the Orange County hardcore scene, like we were both into the kind of those kind of bands as well. So yeah, that makes sense to me. But um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that punk. That's probably what it is, I guess. And, and that's it, why us and Avenged both have that like punk thing. Yeah, because we both came from that. I always think of second. Do you remember their their song Second Heartbeat? Yeah. Right. That's what I always think of when I think of like the punk thing mm-hmm. because that gets brought up in that conversation a lot oh, yeah. about them. You know, and is it um because. When I saw you, oh man, it must have been 15 years ago or something. You were still drumming and singing, which we were talking because Andy's a drummer. <laughs> and he has a couple of Can't you both? I'm very sure. <laughs> that's weird. Can't you, you can, both? You can't even do one. That's the crazy part. That's true. That's true. That's awesome. I'm a really shitty singer and barely a drummer, but I you know what? it. I it was is. that at one point also. You just gotta keep on going, man. dude. And you can do it. I gotta get back in. <laughs> You're only 36. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Never too late to throw it all away yeah. and start a band. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Shout out to Death by Ligers, Andy's Northwestern Mountain Folk Band that he's in. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> That's tight. No, but we were talking about that, and I kind of wanted to talk. Actually, we should shout out Courtney because we asked in our Discord if anybody had any questions. Courtney asked how that transition. I. I probably should read the actual question, but she she asked that she wanted to know from Brandon, like, what was the transition like going from, well, a drummer and then a drummer that sings and a drummer that sings clean vocals, too. I know that yeah. is even harder. Yeah. And then a transition from, you know, that to lead singer. They were both um, sort of by not by force, but like originally i played drums and i had me and and dan were in like a pop punk band and one day we were doing a demo and i and i first song that i wrote and our singer couldn't come to the studio i say studio it was like dan's bedroom that somebody <laughs> brought like a four track over um and uh so i was like i'll just record the vocals and dan was like why like fuck that dude why aren't you the singer in this band that's dumb yeah and uh i was like i don't know and then he was like why don't we start singing in our band like not not a lot of people do that at the time, right? So it was just kind of like okay. So I started singing some choruses and stuff, and I listened to our old shit, and it's so bad. Like I, I didn't know what I was doing yet, but um, <clears throat> that gradually just honestly made me start focusing more on singing, um, and wanting to make that like a priority to stand out because obviously people don't usually go home humming the drums. So um, oh my god, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and uh. And then when it came time to do this, I think, I think, uh, you know, people always say that, you know, things happen for a reason and life hands you things that teach you something later. And I think that me starting a trade going on hiatus made me start another band that I just sang in. And I toured that band for five years and got to tour with Stone Sour and watch Corey Taylor and got to tour with the darkness and watch Justin fucking do front man, like ultimate front man shit. Um, And you know, go out nothing more and, and see what, and what they do on stage and really learn a lot about being a front man. So when it came time to do this, it was like when the band's like, you should do it. I was like, okay, I think that I'm ready for that. Right. Well, you, no. It's, it's like 
leaving the drums behind, you had to to pick up like more of the entertain the crowd side of it, right? So that that's probably a challenge. That uh, been in. But it's fun for me. I mean, I think that I'm naturally like if you know me, I'm I'm a I'm a very extroverted person. Like I'm not shy. Um, and I'm loud as fuck. Most right. of the time, I'm, <laughs> yeah. right now, I'm pretty subdued. Just got back from the gym, and we're hanging in a very comfortable position. But yeah. later, I'll be loud. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, it wasn't like a difficult transition for me. But to me, it's really fun to be more up close and personal with people. Because you, I mean, I think that we're a band that feeds off of energy. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where I can get a closer, you're closer to that being right. up front. So awesome yeah you're i mean i've i've gone back and um we've talked to some of our people in the discord and some videos from concerts that they've been to have been shared and you're mm -hmm. getting out in the crowd and walking yeah. like going through slapping high-fiving everybody so yeah. like very very good good in the fact that a lot of people just you know they they're great but they stay on the stage and i just want like all that stuff yeah i think that different people have different approaches i'm all about i think we're all about making people kind of forget that they're here watching a show and just make them feel like they're part of something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that the more you can do that with entertainment, the better, because then the better release and kind of a connection it is for yeah. people that are watching. Yeah. The connection is, the connection is awesome. Especially, I mean, there's nothing like the live element connection, which is like, well, we were all at that DBC party when you got on and sang, dude, that was, that I, shit was hilarious. Cause Matt's like, dude, you want to come out and do come to our death part, death path party. And like, do an acoustic thing or something i was like well i can't play guitar anymore because i got in an accident like a couple years ago and my left hand is kind of wonky and i i might can't play acoustic but, but i have these other versions of atreus songs that i've done and they're more like electronic which kind of works for yeah you know an nft party that's yeah, yeah. on brand yeah. your first um, question was what's an nft dude yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no i mean i've already yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh and it was like cool what do you want me to do and and he was like what do you you know they're they're so they're old friends and they're accommodating too but it's just like just fly me out i want to support your thing so that's all i need just come yeah. around and do it like, what do you want me to do it's like i don't know <laughs> i'm like what well how many songs it's like what do you think i'm like <laughs> it's your thing like what do you want me that to is, do that is until the day he's like and hey, there's a stage and uh google everything what do you want to do i'm like whatever you want to do this is your party he's like whatever <laughs> make it cool i'm like all right that is and the then, most matt thing ever yeah. though to do that huh? so the morning of i'm like hey brian like do you want to play one of the songs with me like what do you want to do i'm like just there's a guitar solo but it's acoustic you want to just like rip an acoustic guitar solo he's like yeah sure i'm like you want to go over it? he's like oh <laughs> I'm like, all right it was so casual but uh, i mean it turned out to be cool i mean that's that's what's cool about those parties that's what's cool about uh, that's they've truly curated about death bats club is that like there's shit that happened there that will only happen there mm -hmm. and you'll only know that it existed if you were able to be there yep and it, like even to the fact of it's like why are you here why are you playing these versions of these songs that no one's heard before yeah why is he playing why are you now playing an event song <laughs> when matt's standing right over there yeah that's like that's the second time i've had to sing matt's vocals when he's watching yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> oh man i'm like it's not <sighs> what is that like <laughs> sucks dude we did a sucks. fucking uh we did a fuck because i i will make eye contact just like, uh, fuck. Yeah. we did a uh music show and good charlotte played and they played the river oh yeah and, like i've sang the river with them more than matt has right just because we've been in the same place you know a lot he's like you want to do it tonight i'm like matt's here they're like yeah but he's not like he's you're, you want to do it it's just like just watching me 
that is a, such a mad thing. Every time, like, uh, people try to plan things with him and stuff like that, he's just like, "Oh yeah, we'll just figure it out." I don't know. He goes with the flow. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great way to live. It's a good quality. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But like, you're, I, that just took my mind to the new EP, mm-hmm. your guys's, um, God Devil. Yeah. Dude, the vocals in that fucking song. Wow. Oh yeah. Because you're like. Cool you're like everywhere. You got some like growly screams and like some really high pitched, like shrilly. And then just the range and everything, you know, that you have just as a clean vocalist too. It was very impressive, dude. I was like, this EP is fucking badass. Thank you. That's my favorite song on the EP. Is it? That was my favorite. That was the one that jumped at me. It's just different. Like it's got such a different thing uh, to it. It was like such a signature thing with, like the sounds that all out of the synth kind of stuff in that yeah and even the vocal like the vocal is very different for me i don't scream almost full court like verses of songs and then even porter's parts are like so powerful uh like it's a fun one it's fun one. dude that watch me the is a watch me burn right yeah yeah the intro into that oh man <laughs> like it gets me hot because like you know i don't know a lot of times when i listen to newer metal i don't get like hyped up but just like how it starts off slow and then it just goes in so hard. Yeah. And that oh, I actually just sent that to a friend of mine. Um, he was like, I need some new music for the gym. Oh. And a lot of songs, it'll be like, oh, this will get you through your last set. I'm like, no, this one will probably get you through your first one because yeah. that intro comes in. So oh, it get you started. Yeah. Dude, it's so sweet. I love the EP so because drowning hit me. Like, I don't, it's just, you can, you can just turn that song on and enjoy it right from the first time you hear it. It's one of those songs. And then I feel like Watch Me Burn, it took me a minute. It was one of those songs you had to listen to a couple times. But after that, I was like, this fucking song rips. I love it. And then it got me deeper into the EP and I listened to God Devil and was like, bro, what the fuck? We did that kind of on purpose. It was was like, it's funny because we all thought the same thing. Like Drowning to Us had like more of a sense of urgency to it. Yeah. Like it had everything about our band that exists in that song. And it just had like this sense of like urgency where like we wanted to, that was like, we want to, this is what we always played people first, like our friends and stuff like yeah. that. And, and then Watch Me Burn is like more obvious. It's got everything that like the single needs and the radio needs. Right. But it does, takes a second, you know? And then like, I think the combination of the two set you up for the other songs on, on yeah. the EP. So, dude, that's like a, con- I can't wait to see that one live. The Watch Me Burn. That's like, you playing that? You playing that tonight? Yeah, we're playing every song on the EP tonight. Ah, yes. That's so weird. That's cool. Putting on an EP rather than a record is you can like, actually play it all <laughs> yeah right yeah no yeah. that's so true though huh because yeah. it's like you can't yeah uh, there's so many times i don't know how many like songs from my favorite bands that i would just be like oh i really love track freaking like 10 yeah, on the not gonna play yeah, but they're never gonna play that one you yeah. know what i mean it's tough because it, i mean it's cool because i mean you put out your album and you want people to love it and whatever but the truth is they do but they're still they're still learning to exist with that music mm-hmm. as you are and there's other songs that they love more and they've lived with and have yeah. been important to them and whatever. So it's like, you can't not play the, the hits and play too much new shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like almost like you play, you play the new record the year after, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, kind of leak it in, but four songs is respectable, you know, it's yeah. not overkill. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Atreyu has been a band to, for me too. Like I've been a fan for a really long time. We were talking about it and we were, I think Madden is, but we come to yeah. get clear. That was the, probably the first, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we, I, dude, we, I think we, it was a little before that, but that was, yeah, it had to be we, right around that. We've been into the metalcore thing for like, a, we were in the metalcore thing like early 2000s or yeah. whatever, when we were like 14, right? Or whatever it was. But, but, um, 
and of course one one other way that we were getting music because nobody was streaming anything back then was like through media yeah dude when that is it uh it's i can't remember the name of the song right now i'm blanking on it that was on man i think it was x's back in the day that was like so huge video games were so huge for exposure yeah um that and like movie trailers like I remember like the underworld thing was so huge yeah. for multiple bands and, and um, you know, Madden was huge. Like video games in general were just massive. Like yeah. even going further back, look at Tony Hawk. Oh, like, yeah, look at Tony Hawk dude. did to like every band that's on that soundtrack. Big time. Oh dude. Every time I hear a ton, like a song, finger song. Yeah. Every time I hear it, yeah, any song I hear that was on Tony Hawk pro skater, I'm always like, Oh, I'm, I'm 11 again. Yeah, you know? Straight up. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's what those, man that that's what's crazy because it's transformed it's just like and, and i don't know how much you feel like this affects you guys as a band but like now that it's all at our fingertips like just like i used to have to okay this is the cd i'm going to listen to on this drive and i would just like listen to one cd that i had unless you had pirated copies which we never did we never yeah. pirated. <laughs> we never, never burnt cds not one time but like so a lot of times you just be like oh yeah this is like my driving album i'm gonna i'm gonna drive somewhere i'm gonna put in a whole album of this red hot chili peppers or yeah. you know whatever it was and then, but now it's like everything's at your fingertips and it's like you can make your own playlist you can just go to a random playlist yeah. it's, it's it's it is it's really sorry no, you're, good. you're good um it's 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 cool because it's i mean i love everything being accessible but it does i mean we're joking i'm not joking but i mean that's kind of the reason why we like the kind of ep or single release method mm -hmm. because it gives the listener who has zero attention span like it actually gives this the art a chance to survive Right. Like I think a lot of times a band will put out an album nowadays. You have three or four songs that got put out first or were a single or had a light shined on them. Yeah. And they'll stream in the 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 millions. And then you have seven songs on the record that are a million. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. you have all this fucking art you created that just sits in the dark corner yeah. never actually gets a chance. Yeah. So it's like rather than kind of wasting that, why don't we try to give the opportunity for every song we're releasing to actually get a chance to like be heard and yeah. it's, it's becoming more of a thing i'm seeing you see a lot more bands doing that thing is that something like a record label kind of pushes back on do they want like the standard like it, it the way it's always been done kind of deal it took some talking to you with our label specifically um but it was something that was important to us to be like listen like I, we don't have any interest in just doing albums like it's got to be something different um and i think a lot of people you know it's new is scary oh yeah so you can't tell the executives like there's not enough examples of it working right in rock uh to make them be like sure i'm sure this is going to be fine but like we kind of kind of forced forced the hand a little bit but you know but our label is also cool like that like they they're very much a partner where like they, they're down to do all of our weird ideas we joke about this with our videos it's like we we got got drunk on the bus and we're like what should we do for drowning first video, the idea for drowning was oh dude let's i was like let's recreate the pool scene from the sandlot and then we watched it and we're like there's not enough meat on the bone to make this a whole video yeah um like you have your like wendy peppercorn moment you have the drowning moment you yeah. have like the cannonball moment that's kind of it i was like okay so we, i'm like i don't want it to be like oh underwater like the serious video i'm like what if we're like 
bullies at a pool oh, they're like hitting man. on babes and like throwing <laughs> kids in the pool and we're like well, what if the babes are like 60 plus yeah doing their, doing yeah. their pool class yeah and like there's a synchronized swimming part so we all just see the stupid ideas yeah. and then send it to our manager and our manager's like oh my god <laughs> and then like and then Everyone says yes, and we're filming it all of a sudden. Yeah, oh my and I'm getting abs painted on. Yeah, you know, like stu- you know, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, oh, dude, like watch me burn the big single. We're gonna push that to radio. What's the idea for the video? Like we have it. Our manager is also like, all right, it's like cool. We're in a warehouse, and there's gonna be like tons of pyro, right? Metal band video. And they're like, oh, cool. Like, but then we flip it upside down. And everyone gets hurt. And they're like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I get set on fire. Everyone's like. <laughs> you know how much it's going to cost? I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Let's see if I can make it happen. I made it happen. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have this really dumb video. My yeah. ears falling off. It's, but yeah. The thing is, it's, it's not awesome. dumb. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's got the humor element. It's yeah. unique. It's not what you see all the time. Like, yeah. I, I was like, man, like I'm, I'm sitting here laughing at all, all of them, all, all three of the videos that I've seen, and um, I'm like. It always makes you wonder, like, it's not the typical video. Are they going for humor? Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to laugh. I don't want to, and especially being able to talk to you, I don't want to bring it up and be like, oh, it made me laugh. And you're like, dude, that's not what we had a lot, we had a lot like, of I'm serious about the apps. What was, bro. What was yeah, like, yeah, that's what I look like inside. That's what I, my heart, that's like. how I identified. Was yeah, I identify as real. Yeah. Oh, man, it was, um, it was great. Now, wait, wait, there's a handful of people that were like, dude, I connected so hard to this song in such yeah. a, deep and like dark special place for me yeah. and then you put out the video and just ruined it and i'm like that's what it's redundant it'll i don't want to stand this test of time because like you know like when you watch like early 2000s metalcore music videos they're all the and, same well like at the time it was like oh man like but now you watch them and you're like all right well, like it's a corny. haircut yeah it's like so corny, corny right? yeah but like dude you can watch all star by smash mouth forever <laughs> right and it's still a good music video. Or, hey, shout out smash mouth shout out yeah. to smash mouth or or blink 182 yeah right? it's all like the same. Foo fighters perfect example yeah exactly like, it, it's just funny like we have an idea we want to do a video i don't even care for the song really my next idea is i want to do a video where we're all giant birds like we're birds <laughs> uh just flying around like really well done like costumed yeah. oh, birds right. flying yeah, around yeah. just shitting on people <laughs> but, but the but the shit is like what a human sized bird would shit like, <laughs> like a pocket yeah and that's the whole video oh my god that'd be great and we just, oh, and it's, right now it's just in the dumb brain but uh, who knows? Six yeah. months from now, you might see yeah. the chip. Yeah, your secret save with us. I thought you might see it. I'm waiting. Everyone dude. plays their cards right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be hilarious. Yeah. That would probably be my favorite part. Andy and I made a Bigfoot video one time for his for the. Um, oh, dude, it's got the dumbest thing ever. Oh, dude, things we think we think we are the funniest people. I We're not that, though. I have that kind of brain though. Like I'm afraid, but with me, I'm like afraid people will judge my serious stuff. But I'm like, you can't you're fuck with me on my both. funny stuff because yeah. I'm trying to be dumb. You're, you're allowed to be both. Yeah. I think that I think that when you show both, it just shows that you're an authentic human. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's that's yeah. a that's of most importance. Well, what's that's what's crazy about this genre too. This genre, like just this genre of music. There's so many. It's such a wide range of like tone and songs and like yeah. you know what I mean. My favorite thing with music in general is when people shock you. And I'm not talking about Manson shop. I'm right. talking about I did not see that coming at all. Or yeah, I'm saying like I, I didn't see that coming at all. Or like the promo photo is funny, or the video is funny, or 
you go, I just like being surprised. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to expect anything. Yeah. You know, that's, so it's like, that's why, that's what we do. What we do. It's the same. I mean, I think Avenged will probably come up 900 times in this podcast just because we're all that, yeah. right. same thing with them. Yeah. That's, that's what a lot of people hate about them for every album is a different feel, a different part yeah. of the genre is what myself. And I know these guys at least love about them is it's, it's always new. It's always fresh. It, yeah. Like I love disturbed Jack ghost. I'm not ripping on them, but disturbed. Albums you know, kind of sound get? like disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you're going to do. There's nothing wrong with it. No, no there's nothing there's, wrong with it. And I still listen to them. You yeah. know, I listen to them on the plane on the way over here. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but new and fresh is always good. And that's what I loved about the videos. Like I'm, I'm trying to get caught up and learn what I can. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is hilarious. Yeah. Final destination vibes. Yeah. Going on. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny about that. Yeah. We had the thought we did one of these, like on a Twitter space, what we were talking about. Um, it's like the music matures with you when yeah. it changes, right? Like that. Absolutely. You know, and it matures with, and even you, like, I mean, you guys still have such a metal vibe with this newer stuff and stuff like that, but it's cool to track from, from when I would see, like when I saw you guys at the E center, Oh my gosh, dude, that was so, that was that was I had awesome. A, I had a funny ass quote that I had read about. I can't even remember who the hell it was, but maybe you can remember. I can't remember that it was like Atreyu is too emo to be something. Uh, yeah. and too. I just read this. It was on our Wikipedia actually. Was uh, that our? That, maybe our that's where I read it. Player's wife was trying to uh, fix our Wikipedia. She's she's a sweetheart, and because Porter's our bass player's name is Porter Porter Marco McKnight. Uh, in his younger years, he went by Mark because, as you can imagine, like they used to call him like Porter Potty, and you know, oh, yeah, it's like okay. it's just a, a more abnormal name. And then he so he went by Mark his whole life <clears throat> until he was 20 something and was like, I'm an adult, uh, my name's cool, actually. I'm gonna go by my actual name again. So, like, she kept trying to change his name because it always says Porter Mark McKnight in quotes. And he's like, Well, that's my actual name. <laughs> Uh, so she tried. She went in and changed it all, and someone kept changing it back. Oh. And it was like, who? That's why Wikipedia is the dumbest fucking thing on earth. Because no, there's no regulation. Yeah. It's just like anybody can change anything. Like, a tree is a gang of monkeys. Yeah. They throw their shit at each other and, and that's changing yeah, it back. Like, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> now a tree is a flock of seagulls. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But uh, it's one of those things where like that. So that quote was on our Wikipedia. Something yeah about two email to. It was stupid, but it was stupid, but it it's did, like it did very accurately. <laughs> you can't really put it. There's like no put your finger but that's, on it. That's what I was. And I think I got off on a tangent, but that's part of the reason why I loved trade throughout the years. And that's why I stuck with bands like Avenged Sevenfold and stuff is because I didn't like, I was the same way. I didn't like getting the same product every time. Yeah. And you guys, you guys have been pretty fearless to do whatever it is you want to do. Well, like you said earlier, it's like your, your fans mature with you. That's there's so much truth in that. And in the same way, <clears throat> like we don't want to write music we wrote when we were seventeen. Right. You probably don't really want to listen to it either. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's a handful of bands you listen to for nostalgia that you listen to when you're younger. Yeah. Right. And it'll always have a special place. But like, I don't, I don't listen to as much like metal and hardcore as I did when I was eighteen. Yeah. Right. Because it's fucking loud, and I'm forty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Well, it's true. It, it you know what I mean? So sometimes you just so want to like. Well, I'm going through a real hip hop phase right you know, now. Like, want to throw Harry Styles on it. Yeah, Harry yeah. Styles. Yeah, you know, some watermelon, whatever. John Mayer Continuum and have a glass of wine. You know? <laughs> right, there you like, go. this is life. Yeah. So it's like it's not always fucking you know in flames and yeah. soil work. And that goes from the artist standpoint as far as um, 
like what you put out as well. Like yeah, put out music. Our music is a yeah. very clear, crystal clear picture of where the five of us are at right. Right. when we were in the studio making that record. Yeah. What we were listening to, how we felt. Like so there's no there's no blinder on that. It's, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's and it's funny too, because you learn not to apologize for it. Like you used to you used to be like, what if, it's the what ifs? What if they don't like it? Oh man, like yeah. fuck man, they're gonna what are they they're gonna call us, what are they gonna say? It's like I don't fucking care. Yeah. Don't fucking care. There's so many buttholes in this world. You're not going <laughs> to appease them all. And right. you learn to not care anyways. Right. So art is not about making somebody else happy. And that's with hell or high water. Or, yeah. You know, you've got, um, got a question from uh, one of our people in our discord, our good friend, Hank. He, we were talking about that. Shout, out, said, to friend, Hank. Shout yeah. out to Hank. Shout out to Hank. Hank. Hank just got Hank's married dad, too. Yeah. 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 Congrats, he just got married dude. in yeah. Vegas. Congrats, Hank. Lisa, Congrats Hank. Yeah. Um, the song blow had like a eighties hair metal feel yeah. and you know, go along. Let's see. What did he say? Um, you had like a outlaw country rock feel with like go alone. Like yeah. what made you want, want to blend those, like try those genres out? Like what kind of challenges did that present for you? Because it was something different than you've kind of done. Yeah. Um, I felt like, uh, go alone. I mean, I'll just kind of go both directions. Go alone was a fun one. Cause that was one of like the first like handful of songs I wrote for hell or hell, for hell or hell water. And, yeah. Um, Hell or High Water started as more of a solo project, and it was mm-hmm. called the Black Cloud Collective. And uh, it was much more like Americana, acoustic. Mm-hmm. I played like eight. No, we did maybe 10 shows, and then I did like one tour with a band as the Black Cloud Collective. And I realized that like I'm just not – I need to fucking – I can't just stand there and play acoustic guitar. Like I, That gets boring to me. Right. So it's like I, I want to be in like a band band. This needs to be more energetic. And then we did one tour – and it was way more energetic, so it kind of transferred into that. But that, I mean, Go Alone came from doing that too. And and Matt's really good at kind of storyteller shit. So like when it was like, oh, do you want to do a song together? I was like, yeah, sure. I had like bones to it, but it was like, let's go, let's tell a fucking western. Yeah, story, you know? right. Um, so that turned out awesome. I love that song. Blow that comes straight from Dan. Dan has always been our dude. We have a song every record or so that tries to scratch Dan's eighties back. Yeah. And uh, that's just, he, that's his genre. That's what, that's where, that's his era. He loves everything eighties metal and, you know, and, uh, blow came from that. Um, we have a new song that's not released kind of in the same vein. Like it happens every now and then it peaks its head, but it's like, why the fuck not? Like people are, it's like, Oh, this is like a cock rock song. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, hundred yes. percent. I don't know if you, didn't catch that well, that's what we were trying to do. <laughs> right, right. Like, right. We hear it also. Right. But just, you know, why the fuck not? We have songs that are like, there's a song on our last record uh, called Terrified. And it's a fucking guitar solo away from a pop song. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Like, we're a joke to our labels. Like, you're going you're gonna to show out some fucking big bucks and put this to pop radio or what? Yeah. But it's like, why the fuck not? Yeah. Just do. That's, you know, I feel like that's the beauty of this genre is that if you listen to it wrong, then you're just stuck in one band. You're stuck in one mode. But if you listen to it right, you listen to your favorite band and you let your your favorite band inform your music taste. Maybe your maybe your favorite band has some songs that sound a little bit country, or yeah. maybe you're you know what I mean. Like you let your favorite band introduce you to their favorite. Yes, bands. Yeah. exactly. And it's kind of a cool thing as a, from a fan perspective to be like, oh, cool. Like I want to like if I maybe I can listen to what they were listening to and better understand what they wrote yeah you know what i mean it's the same i mean there's a lot of bands that do that you can really like if you really dig in and 
figure out what they're listening to, what their influences are. It's like, oh, I can map that out now in their songs. Yeah. You know? And it makes a lot of sense. The connections. I, I always think of that with Brian, like with Brian or Sinister Gates. Yeah. He's with um, the Beatles. He oh, talks yeah. about the Beatles all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see him talk about the Beatles in, in interviews and stuff a lot. Well, it's also with all those dudes that those, a lot of those kind of, uh, a lot of their influences yeah. are just fucking weird. Yeah. Like they're, they're off the wall. Yeah. Like we, we joke. I was playing, um, this is, I was playing some of the, of baptized, maybe it might've been some of our new stuff uh, to Brian. And he was playing me some songs from their new record. This is a while ago. And I played him a couple of mine and I was joking. And I was like, it's funny because like you're Zappa and I'm petty. Right. Like I, you write, you have the Zappa songs that are all over the fucking map and they're fucking crazy and take you on this adventure where like my brain is Tom Petty and it's like, <laughs> how catchy can the chorus be and how fast can we get there? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, like you know, but, I mean, it's, it, but it, and they're both bad thing, beautiful yeah. in their own right. Right. Yeah. But it's just cool that the, the different brains, yeah. how different brains work. I love that. Like I could never write music like that. I don't have the brain. Right. So I listen to bands like that. And that's, what's funny is like, I listen to a lot of bands where I'm like, I could never do this, but I have a, such a great respect for it. Cause I'm like, yeah. I don't even know how you start writing this song. No. I don't know how, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many bands like that. That's what I love about music is that you can actually do different things. Uh, One of know? my favorites is uh, uh, Sorry Miss Jackson cover. Oh, yeah. Hell, that's oh, so dope. Yeah. You, that, that came out of nowhere, too. We did the um, Hell or High Water did the first tour with Nothing More. And then while we were on it, they, they booked us to do the next tour. And uh, I was talking with Mark, the guitar player, and he was like, you guys should do something off the wall for the next tour just to like, get some attention i'm like what do you mean he's like put out a song or do whatever like sorry that's all right do a cover or something cool you know and i'm like oh good thinking i was like we've been meaning to do something like that you know we're just like you forget you just get in the swing and then he's like i would just do something weird and off the wall i'm like all right and the next day i was like we're gonna cover fucking outcast and he's like he's like i don't know if that's where i was going but (laughs) fuck yeah and dude it popped off like we play that song every every night on that that tour and that was like a turning point in our set. We were like, they just did what? I'm, I'm a little mad I missed it uh, live. Yeah, it was fun. We had our guitar player, Joey, would play drums. And then Kyle would come out. And obviously, me and him both did all the vocals. So I would do all the Andre parts. He would do all the big boy parts. Oh, yeah, dude. That would. Oh, I am mad I missed that. That would yeah. be freaking sweet. Someday, no, that was rad. <laughs> it's funny, though, because, yeah, so you're... Uh, I mean, so you're in your 40s now. You said that earlier. I'm not uh, just guessing. I'll be 40 in June. Okay, you look like you're 22. Just I, so you know. I know. <laughs> the abs, right? The peanut yeah, yeah. abs. But so that's funny because what what do you feel like the last like few rounds of writing songs? What do you feel like has been your biggest influence? Um, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I admittedly listen to my own music too much. Um, Is that taboo? Is uh, it- I don't think so. Describe too much. Though. I'll say 70%, 70% of my music intake is my own music. Yeah. Wow. Um, but that is because my point of view in writing songs is write this awesome song that you have, like that I want to hear. Right. That I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, for me, it's like, write that song that you doesn't exist yet. Yeah. That you want to hear a million times in a row. Yeah. <clears throat> so a cool way to look at it. I'll yeah. listen to like our unreleased shit or, albums that were writing forever and then i write so much music other than atreyu that it's like oh i remember that song i'll go just like check it out whatever and and so a lot of my influence comes from fucking absolute nowhere 
But I like that. Like I think that most of my best ideas just kind of like come out of thin air. And there's like, there's some fucking Jack White interview where he's saying how like, like inspire like inspiration comes from absolute nowhere if you let it enter. But then once it enters, I'm paraphrasing. It's like then it's not yours anymore. It just takes you. It takes you wherever you it wants to go. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, I right. that's a, a lot of way that we write, especially the last couple albums. That's really how we've written. Like we're not the get in the studio, like get in the rehearsal room and jam out songs band right. anymore. It's it's much more from the hip where it's like shoot from the hip where it's like get in a room. What, what what's everyone got today? I'll sing an idea. I got an idea for a chorus. Dan's got an idea. Porter's got an idea. Everyone kind of goes through what they got. And we'll be like, ooh, let's work on that one. And then we work on that song. Three hours later, we have a skeleton of a song. We eat some food, come back and finish it. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things where it's very just like in the moment. Yeah. And it comes out of thin air. And I love that. I love like, I hate overthinking art yeah, in general. That's great. It's like get in there and get it done because I watch a lot of interviews and songs don't hold up if somebody's working on it for too long like it could be our best two, songs were written in like five minutes two three yeah, <laughs> Straight up, I'm not yeah. two three days later <laughs> they awesome. gotta scrap the song because they're just not feeling it anymore yeah. it's like that's it's awesome get it in the moment get it down and yeah do you feel like as you guys have gotten older like the the i don't know i guess maybe the workload on writing has kind of spread out more it has but it's not it's not a workload anymore i feel like we just like it. we should enjoy it it's it fun we're never like we're very, very fortunate where this band at the moment, at least, uh, isn't, doesn't have a shortage of right. creativity. I think cause we're all in a good place, like mentally with this band, mm-hmm. um, that like the band isn't hard for us right now. Like touring is, uh, physically and mentally exhausting, but like, it's not, we're not like, God damn it. Like we are having so much fun right now. Yeah. And like this being in studio is the same way. So it's like, we're, we have plans to do some stuff over the summer. And it's like unrelated to writing new music, but it's like, should we just set up some sessions and do that also? Like, why not? Let's yeah. just keep going. Well, you guys are probably so good at it at this point too. I mean, well, that, like you synergize just, pretty well, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, when we get together, it's not, there's no shortage. So it's not like, it's not like, it's, it's not hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's fun for us. So you love making the music because you love making the music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we're, yeah. It, show, so, I mean, like, it shows, so especially on these four new, like, these this these newer songs, man. I just, they just clap. I'm I'm really excited. Oh yeah, we, saw, we got you. to see it uh, when we were young, so yeah. we got a little taste. Yeah. There you go. I'm yeah. excited for tonight. Uh, tonight's for for people time. listening. We're hitting we're, the Salt Lake City show tonight. This might come out a little yeah. bit later, but it's gonna come out. People are gonna be like, "Fuck, I go that show." Came, dude. Oh man, yeah, yeah. No, how was Boise? Boise was awesome. Boise was, Boise was loud as fuck. You was put, it? Yeah, you put noisy Boise on Twitter. Yeah. Where was yeah, that? Where, where uh, the venue? Knitting factory. Oh, okay. That, yeah. our, so our front of house guy's in our ears. Like he can talk to us in our ears. Yeah. Uh, and no one else can. Most of the time he just says like disturbingly horny things <laughs> to us. <laughs> yeah. Good. Right. Uh, but normal. It's for like, hey guys, like the kick drum mic fell out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for that for our yeah. crew and stuff. Right. Um, last night he's like, I can't fucking hear you. His crowd is too loud. Oh, that's nice. awesome. he's like, I'm we trying. He's like, I'm trying to beat Shout them. Shout out I to can't. Boise. We're from yeah. Idaho. We're yeah. from Idaho, so we, we probably yeah. would have caught that show if it wasn't for uh, plane tickets. Oh yeah. yeah, cheaper to Salt Lake, probably. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, they were loud. That's spot. awesome. So 
Hopefully tonight will be the same. That's awesome. Shout out to um, our Idaho folks. The potatoes. They're all carved up and ready to party. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite kind of potato? Oh, it's tough, man. This I'm is like an a, Idaho question. So I'm like, like this a is russet guy. I like, oh. a, I like a russet, like oh, a baked yeah. potato. Yeah, sure. Classic baked potato. But if I'm doing mashed potatoes, I'm doing Yukons. Okay. A little more waxy. Yep. But on a regular basis in my house, fingerlings. Oh, okay. We, we crushed my wife as a fingerling right. kind of person. But uh, I'm glad that you- I bet you didn't expect that much of an answer. No, I, I, I was going to say we're I'm impressed. Yeah. We yeah. That's awesome. We're, we honestly just like ask tips. people that as a joke, and we're getting like a legit answer. <laughs> people yeah. are like, we're like, we shouldn't even ask them. You just don't ask people. me about food. I'll give you all the answers you want. <laughs> uh, well, while like, you're on uh, it, amateur chef too, then, huh? I uh, am. Yeah, yeah I, I love to cook. Oh, really? Love okay. Cook, yeah. All right. What's your What's your uh, if you were on death row, what's your last meal? Fuck, that's tough. Oh, dude. Well, that's a tough one. I know my. That's wife, a good question. I know this my. This is a good question. You know what's funny is my my death row meal is just ignorant. Like it's too, it's a bunch of things. Oh, okay. It's like too many things. It's yeah. like I'll be really specific. I'm gonna give like all the foods that I want to eat before I died. Okay. It's a, a California burrito from uh, Filiberto's in in Vista, California, but it's California burrito with carnitas instead of okay carne asada. Uh, it is, um, a, like a big salad bar, like a salad bar salad. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah. Can pick all the toppings. Salad right. bar is one of my favorite foods, funny enough. Yeah. Um, salad bars are, it's, yeah, money. It's like a, a perfectly fucking cooked ribeye and oh, a potato. Yeah. I like medium. Don't say well done. We'll no, it's, to, it's a medium, okay. like the sear is fucking crucial. Yeah. Thick, crunchy salt on top. Yeah. yeah. Some like kind of roasted garlic cloves on top too. Oh. Mm. So um, good. And then uh, I'm going to do like a bowl of pasta. Yeah. Yeah. White and, sauce or red sauce? Uh, you know what? I, I'm not even like a sauce guy. I'm like a put a little bit of the pasta water in the pan with like some garlic and, and oh. like oh. Parmesan kind of yeah. What a move. Salt and pepper. Yeah. That's oh. a, kind of like ketchup pepe thing. That's an expert move. Right that's there. a problem. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. Dang. I cook. I, I realized... Uh, my wife was like, what's your fucking thing? Like, everyone's got a thing that could like, oh, like you're a cook. Like, what's your fucking thing? I didn't realize it till like last month. And lasagna is my thing. Oh, nice. I fuck up lasagna. You're talking from scratch. Dude, that's a complicated oh, yeah. thing. You make a fucking. Really? A ripping lasagna. Oh, man. That's a complicated thing. Mine would be like PB&J, totally. Like, well, that's, the funny thing is, that's not cooking. <laughs> that's assembling. That's, that's a, assembling. You're a great assembler. Yeah, I'm a good... I'm, yeah. He's a sandwich artist. Yeah. yeah. I'm a sandwich artist. Artists are artists. Art is right. art. Yeah, right. art is art. No, I fuck up a lasagna, though, for sure. Yeah. I like doing a, a bunch of ground beef and ramen noodles. Does that, that count? That does count. You do have to cook it. It's so good. We would get home from school. Oh we would get home from school, and Andy would just be like, oh, I'm hungry. And you go throw a freaking slab of bologna in the microwave and microwave it, and it would turn into like that's a grease good. bowl. So, no, no, that's good. No, uh, that reminds me, like, dude, fried bologna is the fucking shit. I'm, I'm with you on there. Dude, my, so uh, my wife's family growing up, like a Christmas staple is like the like Christmas sauce, like the beef stick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You slice that up and throw it in the microwave. No, man. A whole different food. Like a summer sausage? Yes. What? A whole different food. Dude, dude that's right. Oh, up alley, crisps up, yeah. Dumb, we used dumb. to go over to his house and his mom would do like a bear claw and then put a slab of bologna on the top of it. Have you ever heard of that? It's white trash as fuck, but I like it. <laughs> but that sounds delicious. It was, it was a... It is well, no, good. But honestly, though, some of the... I, no, that, that wasn't a uh, this. No, like, no, no. But, like, no, it is 100%. But that's like some, some of the most like the trashiest. It's the best. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, like okay. my, my wife's family came from... My, my family's born and raised in California. Yeah. My wife's family's born and raised in like Oklahoma, 
Right. And even when they're in California, like Bakersfield. So they had a lot of like different food stuff where I was like, well, this is not what my mom used to make. And I, I, I would never shit on it. Cause, but cause like, like her grandpa would crush like a bologna sandwich. Like you get some toast, bologna, cheese, mayo. What is life? Like get out of here. That's amazing. <laughs> it it is, it's amazing. Like there's certain things where it's yeah. just like there's a reason. It's cheap. And it's I don't know why I love bologna so much. Because it rips. That's why. It's, it's, <laughs> you ever had like bologna like, like in like like Italian bologna? No. Like, <laughs> like where they cut it. Uh, America ruined food. Uh, yeah. Honestly, you know this, they but did. like like Italy had had mortadella, and they're like this is this beautiful thing we made with extra meat and pistachios and things in it, and then America was like. We're putting all our lips and asses together to call it bologna. And they're like, well, that's not even the, the place in Italy is Bologna. They're like, yeah, bologna. <laughs> yeah, it's always said. America yeah, bologna. Yeah. yeah, we're saying that's the same thing. It's the worst version of what you did. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, we are the worst. You know, we were just in Europe, and, and uh, this is how uh, bad America sucks is that we've now reverted our shittiness back to Europe to where they think it's worse than it actually is. You go to like restaurants in, in like the UK and shit, and then there'd be all these like barbecue restaurants or American themed restaurants. And it'd be like American burgers. And it'd be like the ultra, ultra American Texas burger. It's got four beef patties, six <laughs> slices of cheese, brisket, <laughs> onion rings. And you're like, we don't even do that. <laughs> we don't have that. You're taking it like, too you're far. You're so far. Yeah. Like, this is what you think we I do? Can, I kind of want to go there now, honestly. Dude, it was like, but it, you, you look at these menus, and you're like, this is what you think we oh, do? Oh, it's crazy. It's bad. Yeah, I, I spent a little oh, bit of time nice. in Brazil, and they were like, I mean, every time they would try to Americanize food down there, especially for like people that they knew, like, you know, when we would go to people's houses and they yeah. knew we were American, they would be, you know, it would be way, it would just be like crazy. Top. And I'm over here just like, bro, because down there, it was like a lot of like salted meat and then rice and beans. Yeah. And I loved it by the time I, by the time I left, I was like, that's all I want. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was the Brazilian food yeah. and the fruit. But like when they would try to admit, like even the, them trying to make cheese and peanut butter, we had people that would try to make cheese and because peanut butter is not a thing yeah. anywhere really except for here, right? Yeah. I mean, and so it was really yeah. When it doesn't, it's not. If it's it is not a the thing, same. it's not like our peanut butter. They legit yeah, like really? mix but pe- crunch peanuts. Up peanuts and butter. Yeah. They legit do this. It's just like fresh peanuts. Have you ever gotten like ever my mind the, is blown? Have you ever seen like the the organic peanut butter thing like Whole Foods? Yeah. yeah. Well, your mind just fucking ground peanuts. Yeah, still tastes good, but like again, American peanut butter is yeah. garbage. <laughs> Skippy, dude. Fucking no garbage. Peter Pan. <laughs> the best. I would have my mom. My mom would mail me, dude. My mom would mail me the Peter Pan, and then I. Oh, this is this is just proving the point. This is probably bad. But then I would open up a thing of M and M's and pour it into. Them. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> what are you guys now? That sounds like some ADD shit. All my friends had ADDs. The weirdest fucking sugar food. Yeah, I'm an artist. We talked about the PB and J. Yeah, I'm an artist. Like you know, what I mean, that's how I express myself. Let's I, uh, dude, it sucks for my kids, but we we're a crunchy or super crunch peanut butter family. Oh yeah. Talk about. There's no other way. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. no other way. My kids, unfortunately. Uh, and I apologize to them in the future if they hear this and hate me for it. Me and my wife buy creamy peanut butter in our house because we know that we won't eat it. But if the crunchy's in the house, we will eat it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it will be gone too fast. Yeah. You'll my wife wakes up in the middle of the night and eats a spoonful of peanut yeah. butter in her sleep straight up. Yeah. And I will be like, Oh, it's eleven thirty and I'm hungry. Spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah. Just ruin my fucking Fixes everything. everything. Yeah. But it's like, if it fixes everything but your diet. Yeah. <laughs> so we purposely buy 
my, our, my, our trainer at home calls peanut butter white girl diet killer. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's true. Like girls are like doing so good all day, and be like, "That's going full peanut butter." And it's like 350 calories. Anyways, we buy shitty peanut butter for our kids. For you, for our own, really food. for you, dude. Like, you you have to have a big thing of milk too. If you do like yep. a thing, right? that's also why my wife doesn't like having peanut butter in the house because her entire family has a problem with milk. Oh, they're like, like big they're milk drinkers. Milk. And I like milk. Don't get me wrong, I love milk too. But like, yeah. she's like, I don't even want to buy milk. Because I'll just rip through milk too fast. Yep. Better to not have it. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like on the, on the bus, dude. Our crew, first day, it was like, or a few days, it was like, assorted bag of chocolates and candies. And on the fucking rider, we're like, can we not do that? If it's here, we're going to fucking eat it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to eat it. Yeah. Instead, it's I like, can't even imagine that on the road, too. Like well, that. now it's better because most of our rider, it's like 0% Greek yogurt, vegetable tray, rotisserie chicken. Right. Lunch deli meats, uh, gluten free tortillas. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. basic, mostly healthy. Yeah. So, our crew, unfortunately, what we basically do to our crew what I do to my kids as parents. <laughs> I was always kind of curious about how that worked, actually. Like, how, the, how you guys ate on tour. Well, I mean, you get like a writer, every, like a hospitality writer every day that's like a budget. Yeah. Um, and we just shop for whatever we want every day. Oh, really? So, so uh, ours is literally, I'll go down what our dailies are. A shitload of bubbly waters of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Booze, uh, tequila, whiskey, wine, usually White Claws. Oh, um, yeah, White Claws. Yeah. Um, Love that. Sandwich shit, bread, meat, cheese, peanut butter and jelly, veggie tray, fruit tray, rotisserie chicken, celery juice, a lot of celery juice. Celery juice. Uh, a handful of dudes love. It's really good for your liver, oh. really good for detoxifying your mm. insides. So we punish your insides as much as we do. It's good. Right. Uh, Cheese its are pretty main, main Cheez Its, yes. No yeah. white cheddar. Uh, we usually do extra toasty or okay. or big Cheez Its are good too. Oh, yeah. Oh, those big ones. Yeah. yeah. Chips and salsa is a big one. We just started doing, uh, we got an accidental bag of shredded cheese on the first day. Like they got us like shredded cheddar <laughs> instead. <laughs> so I started making what I call stepbrothers nachos. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, yeah. Where they put them in the microwave. <laughs> That's just like no, shitty yeah. nachos. But the same thing is you're like, I can't do that every night. Can't do goodness. Throw a nice. bologna on this. top of yeah, it. Yeah, a little bologna. Dude. <laughs> Dude, well, we just made. Dude, hold on a second. Whoa, did you yeah. have a loaded? No, it's white trash heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But it's something you're gonna try to eat that too. But then, like, there's it sucks too because like you go to places and find stuff that you love everywhere. Yeah. Like for instance, in Salt Lake, there's a Mexican chain called Beto's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we love their breakfast burritos. So I think they're probably in the front now. I think our bass player, fucking post or uh, Uber eats like 25 burritos probably. Right. Because we we'll eat yeah. them forever. Yeah. yeah. He used to be bad. He's like he'll he'll get something he likes, and he'll get like 10 of them. <laughs> like we go to Philly, you know, like he used to get like 15 cheese sticks and just throw it in the fridge. <laughs> but you know, like you're never so yeah, like, going to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's we great. can't go. But we can't get off the food subject without appeasing Liz and her pineapple on pizza. Oh, okay. Is that Is this okay? One your, Is, Is pineapple on pizza okay? Yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I don't. I, I I I will eat it. I don't mind it. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like you love it, though. It's not my favorite. Okay. But I, I'm not mad at it. I <laughs> I can't understand. I think that if people are that mad at a pizza topping, there's some deeper therapy that they need to go into. <laughs> that's, that's where I come in. <laughs> yeah. No, just yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if someone, like you probably, this is probably good for you as a therapist. Like if someone comes into you and they're like, like deep, dark parental fucking trauma mm. and like I have anger towards my father 
I bet if you asked them about pineapple on pizza, they'd be like, I fucking hate it. Uh, yeah. Like, I bet I would put those <laughs> two together. That's true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work that into my practice because that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The trauma, right? Yeah. Things but, aren't supposed to be together like that, right? Yeah. But I'm a salty sweet guy. Like, I love I love all the salty or like those. Right. Like and that's what I tell add, people. Yeah. Put pineapple on there, but throw some jalapenos on there too. That's a great thing. Yeah. I'm a, I, I love a supreme pizza. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I don't want pineapple on that Supreme pizza. Right. That's right. It, it that makes gets, sense. Yeah. Because the, the math doesn't add up on that. Yeah. Thing. But there's a, they used to do a dessert pizza at this place where I grew up. And it was like a pizza crust, but the crust was cold. And then they would do cream cheese and like uh, chocolate chips and like carob chips and then um, uh, pineapple and coconut. And that was fucking good. Oh, that, that sounds great. Coconut's another one of those polarizing things too. We're like, I love coconut. People that don't like coconut will fight really hate it yeah, yeah it's not like a it, it is it's like a because there's people that are like oh it's a texture thing or you know what's you know what's better than pi- canadian bacon pineapples the the combo yeah regular bacon is way better oh yeah because then you have you salty regular bacon and, and pineapple. pineapple oh yeah because yeah. then it's salty I mean, well, like you said there's some oh. on there yeah there Spicy, you go. salty sweet gotta have balance Life. eclectic yeah gotta have right. balance i think that these people are just given the wrong combos that's probably and I would never order just pineapple. Like, no, it doesn't belong by no, itself. Psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Exactly. What I don't like is when the pineapple is under the cheese and you don't know it's coming. Oh, that, that is, pisses uh, me off. You know what that's called? What? You don't order pizza from there anymore. Yeah. Oh, they don't know what they're doing. A, that's also called trust issues. Yeah, it is. This is, <laughs> the oatmeal, this is the oatmeal raisin cookie conversation thing again, right? Where you get an oatmeal raisin cookie, but you think it's oatmeal chocolate chip. And then you take a bite and it's a raisin and you just, and I don't have a problem with raisins, but that makes me want to die. But here's the thing though. I think this is all, this is all dealing back to some deeper issues. That's probably true. <laughs> because where's your brain at if you thought it was that no chocolate chip? Dude, no one does. That, no. That's a special that's not, even a thing. that's not even a thing. That's, that's true. I've probably had one my day, whole life. Dude, there was cookies yesterday at the fucking venue. The five of us housed a fucking like 12 basket of cookies in like 30 seconds. They randomly brought these cookies in for everyone. And then the five of us ate all of them. Yeah. But they had a uh, white chocolate chip cranberry. Oh. And that blew my mind because I was expecting white chocolate chip macadamia. Oh, right. right. That blew was, my head off. Is but, this, was this from Crumble? Was that where that no, was? No, it was just like the venue made them. Oh, oh really? But, oh, yeah. yesterday in Boise. Yeah, yesterday, boys. Yeah. I think we're opening up the fact that you should take this to your practice. I should. Food aversions yeah. linking to deeper trauma. Oh my gosh, there's such a link there. I'm going to do a study on a that. Study on would you participate if I did 100%. a study on that? Okay. I'm in. You would co chair it or something. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'll bring this, this thing in return, return, by the way. Yeah. 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 The whole potato thing was like a joke like we we're like should, oh, we yeah. even, should we even do that and look at how great of a conversation look how far we've come well yeah. this is the sultans of slack podcast too so yeah. usually what's funny about it is we sometimes we go in we we end up shooting from the hip a lot mm-hmm. you know these things started as twitter spaces that we would do yeah and um it was the we called it the death bass club community stuff but then we we're like oh if we turn it into a podcast we'd have to change the name and do all that but it really just all branched off of that so oh, you don't you can't call i guess you can't call you, that stuff, i mean yeah because you know, it's it super funny it, about the like intellectual property stuff with like a lot of NFTs too. Like, yeah, yeah. how it's yours, right? And yeah. I was joking my wife, like, I'm like, my death bat's sick. Like, I have a fucking cool one. And I'm like, if I could put this on t shirts all day long, a clean house, yeah. So, and then I would just have the weirdest conversations with my best friends, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's See? fucking sick, yeah. That's like, the one I'm, I minted that one, yeah. That's dope, and it's one of those things where I'm like. 
I could clean house, but then it'd be like, hey, like, how's things going? Like, oh, it's going really good. Like, Brian's like, oh, I see you got a new car. What are you doing? Like, I've been selling death that much, actually. Thanks for asking. Like, it's too weird. Yeah, it's, it's too weird. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Couldn't do it. It is funny. We Because it's like such a new thing. Like, the idea is like such a new thing. Everybody, Everybody's explored it a lot. We've saw, seen a lot of interesting things. But we, we're probably, you know, some of the first people to, like, do a lot of stuff with our, with our IPs and stuff like I'm that. I was saying so. there's like a gym. I think the map's saying there's a gym somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I saw I the gym. It just brings a, a more awareness to your brand. Yeah. It's you a know? cool idea, does it, too. Does it give you the idea to do any Web3 stuff with a Treyu or Tyler Hotwater or anything? 100%. I think that um, it's a, for us, I think it's a space that would be a more, a bigger move um, that I would like to wrap more. Uh, the music around and the releasing around. Obviously, we're on a record label right now, so that gets a little sticky. All right. Um, but I do see the value in releasing music purely through that um, because it really does become... I mean, you look at Death Bats Club. It's, if it, it becomes your fan club. Yeah. It becomes so much more than that. It becomes so much more of an inclusive thing and an interactive thing for your fans that, uh, you know if you just included your music in that as the entry level step with so much more potential to grow on onto that. Right. And things that even as the entry level step where if you, it's like you were, you could buy the album for the mint fee, whatever it was. And it already comes with something else. Right. Like there's so much more, you can just so much more value you can add. Yeah. So we, and- we've all discussed it. It's, it's a lot of, I've seen, I've seen what the Avengers dudes have had to go through with, I mean, they're they're the best dudes to kind of pioneer and kind of steer the ship for other artists right. because they're so like tenacious, like they will not stop. And I mean, how many people have just shit on the idea where it's like, how many times has Matt been like, no, no, let me listen to me again. You know, let me explain to you again. And listen to me again. He's always so calm. He so never calm. gets upset about it. He's, he's he's like, I get it's hard, like yeah, but let me just tell you. It's it's going to take a lot of uh, time and bands like them to to do this stuff, but I, I think that the value there is is like insane. Yeah, so hundred percent. And you something. could always, you know, there's so much. You've got unreleased music that you yeah. could just be like, hey, we decided to airdrop everybody that has a, a song. token. Yeah, a new Boom. song. Yeah, and that's fucking it, nuts. Yeah, like you can't do that anywhere else. No, it does. It, it releases a lot of stuff that you can't do otherwise. So, well, just as a fan club, like Element too, like things are things that we've been able. I mean, I've seen you've gotten to go to places and literally party with the band. Yeah, with them. Yeah. And this is a guy that's been to like twenty event concerts. Yeah, so, he says that every like twice a day. Yeah. he's been to twenty events. I've been to twenty events concerts. Nineteen. No. But here's the thing about it. <laughs> no, but that is true, and I'd never met him. Yeah, uh, and I've been going since You're, I was like fourteen. Now you met them in the most intimate, personal. Yeah. Uh, like they know my name. That's yeah. what was weird. The like, video for the New York City party. Yeah, it is enshrined now. Sin looked at the camera and was like, "This is a fucking stud, right?" Here. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was that, a really weird that experience. Opportunity is not possible any other way through email, like email no, lists yeah. or you Patreon never got that experience or, through your email, email death list. Bats, yeah. death bad, death bad, what was the what was the email list called? Remember, it still goes on, like the death bat news one or whatever. Oh yeah, no, that was Courtney. Death bad yeah, Anyway, I mean, it's not the, the connection to the band. But it's like, oh shit! It's it, it becomes less 
record label band fans at the end and more just no middleman. Yeah. yeah. No middleman. You can more, just and it's, go straight to the fans. Exactly. And there's ways where you could do it too, where like you can you can make them af- like affordable too. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you could do this say like a, this kind of bundle thing, whatever, where it's like, oh, you you were gonna buy a bundle for a band anyways and get the vinyl and the shirt and the whatever. Like now just package it under this other thing and then you can also get all these other things and yeah. be a part of this. It, it's you're creating more of a community. Right. Uh, which is hundred percent something I'm interested in. And our buddy Nick uh lead singer for Monolith Zero, he's used it as sort of a crowdfunding way to, yeah. to, to make to, an album. Yeah, to make an album and do some things like a band that's starting out, you know, well, we, it's, pay some of those fees. It and, really is. For Hell or High Water, the, in the early days, we weren't on a label for the first two releases and we would do like GoFundMes for stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, we need a new trailer. Yeah. Uh, so, and we would do things like, oh, like, we'll record whatever cover song you want. Uh, like, free shows for life oh, all these yeah. different things whatever and um so like there's like That's a random right. hotel california cover a death metal hotel california cover that exists because of that right it's like it's the same concept but just like on a grander scale that's so cool. can keep on going no 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's cool too because you can continue like you said like we're in the studio right now and the, the album doesn't come out for six months and this song's probably not going to make the album it just doesn't fit but you know what you guys can have it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. going exist to anyone else but you. Yeah. You know, a lot of side, like side B stuff would be just, that's and just. People yeah. save tickets for concerts and things yeah. like that. And you can send them like, I didn't eventually say they're doing like clips from the shows or something that, yeah. that you attend and stuff like yeah. that's So wild. Yeah. Well, pop one. You'll have it. For I want to, I want to use my ticket. So. <laughs> You want to use your pop owner ticket? No, like I, I have, I have like, you know, my, the, Oh, oh like yeah, everyone the, got a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I want to, I want to use it one day. You should, yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't like, I don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> I'm not going to sell it to somebody. That would be funny, though. <laughs> that would be I'd funny. Like my, use my, I'd like to redeem my ticket, please. Yeah. Like, yeah. Brandon, what are you doing? Like, wait in line. All <laughs> yeah. you, should, you should just do it to see if they catch it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, actually, who, whoever's like watching it as it happens so they know what, you know, when to send tickets or where for to the, send uh, For the, the Madison Square Garden show. That'll be yeah. 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 I actually burned one for the msg so, show sick. You guys yeah. i'm gonna yeah i'll be there you're oh, gonna be nice. at the, oh, my yeah. birthday's on the 24th so oh, the 29th yeah. yeah i'm gonna be at the la one a week before a yeah. couple weeks before i'm going to that one that's where i burned and i burned one of the tickets for that too yeah. and so i'm dude that's gonna be sweet I'm yeah. i couldn't pass that up i've never been to madison square garden neither have i we played the other room uh on this last tour but not the actual right. arena i've never been so it's, it's gotta be, be awesome it's my little birthday yeah, no, yeah that's, for sure. It's gonna be your birthday. Yeah, my birthday's twenty fourth. Forty? So. Oh, 40. twenty. That's your fortieth birthday. You're June twenty fourth. Yeah. Oh Which my. It's funny because last year I was in New York with the dudes also for the death rats party. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. My girlfriend Dakota, hers is the twenty fifth. That's my daughter's birthday. Oh my oh, nice. gosh. Yeah. We should wow. all get together and have a party. <laughs> we should just all have a big birthday dinner. Well, mine's March twenty sixth, but we'll find a way to make it work. Yeah, it's yeah. a twenty. <laughs> that's twenty. Yeah. No, I'm on Halloween. The hell. Oh, Andy's Andy's birthday party. Every year is a show. Nobody really cares about my birthday because it's on a holiday. Dude, we, always like, have a big, <laughs> we always have a big costume party and stuff. Except for this year, we were with the band, I guess. At least but. not Christmas. I have multiple friends who are birthdays on Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. That's oh, rough. Yeah, that's that a rough one. Yeah, you got to remember the time. July 26th or something is like the perfect one because it's like the. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, my mid summer I love. Mine's June 24th. But then my youngest daughter is June 25th, which means I don't have a birthday yeah. for at least 18 years. Yeah. Um, the only reason I'm actually doing something this year is because we're literally, literally flying to New York 
Yeah. Um, but you know, it's funny because it's just like you you think you're safe, but then your child steals your birthday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've got my older brother and my younger sister are five years apart on the same day, two days before Christmas. And oh, that fuck, screwed. Dude, that's, yeah. uh, that's screwed. Yeah, I get to sit there and watch them all week open presents. I'm the middle child. I got we, middle child something like tough, crazy. Man. We have like in my family, we have my daughter's January 19th. We have Christmas. My wife's in December. Like, there's all these things from like mid or early December to like mid January. There's like four or five holidays or birthdays. Yeah. in a row. Yeah, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. And as you get older too, there's just more, <laughs> there's just more things, more things to celebrate. When you're a kid, you don't really see it that way. No, no. Yeah, just, just get older. Floating around. My son's birthday is like February 22nd, and and then we have a million birthdays in March. And my March is our month. That's like your month. All it's of us. Month. And so like it's just like that time of year, we do nothing except for whose birthday is it this Saturday? Yeah. Father's or, Day too. Father's Day and my birthday are like right close. Oh, that's right. So it's tough because it's like. Yeah, you kind of get. We try to golf. Cool shit. We yeah. golf on Father's Day. That's what we that's try to do. That's you know good. what I mean? Because yeah. my dad likes to golf. That's some dad stuff. That's Are some you a dad golfer? stuff. I don't golf, but I drive a mean cart, especially when I'm drunk. I'm there you go. A cart. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't condone drunk driving, except if you're on a golf course. Yeah, well, I mean, usually, you know, there's like ponds and stuff. You'll be fine. Yeah. Like yeah. you're gonna hit. You know, you're gonna yeah. hit. Anybody. Speaking of that, I mean, we found out from the drowning video you can swim. So very well. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my. I feel like it's kind of a dumb question to ask the there's lead no singer of a band, but there's no stupid like question. It's only stupid people. <laughs> like the most, um, like, like the craziest tour story you have. Yeah, maybe we're, too cliche of a question, but I just want to know. We're pretty mellow. Just um, I feel like we're a really mellow band compared to our peers and my friends. Um, but I'm trying to think of something weird that's happened on tour. Kind of a couple fights, nothing major. No one got like crazy fucked up. Um, yeah, we're fucking. Who's trying to fight you though? That's crazy. Uh, that's, this dude's trying dumb. to fight my brother at a strip club. Oh. <laughs> and then. But are you? Is your brother a big guy like you? He's tall, but he's tall. Lank, lanky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's not like, not just uh, like a gorilla. Like right. he's just like tall. But he, but he, we, we, the dude was bummed afterwards. Right. But that's about it. Nothing too crazy. Trying to think, it's like that's kind of oh, when you really we're, we're like a really safe band. Yeah, like we're we're like a little too too uh, responsible. When Danny Danny ran you down at Resorts World, do you remember that? I don't know if you remember that or not. We were there for when we were young. Uh, it was funny because we had literally just run into Cam Rackham, and Courtney was like, "Oh, look, there's Cam." We chatted with yeah, him for yeah. a minute, and I turned around. Was it that like, kind of center bar thing? Uh, he was, was hammered. He was leaving <laughs> somewhere, and we just saw him like walking yeah. down the corridor or whatever, and I was like. Oh shit! There's Brandon Salad. Should I go get him too? And they're like, yeah. And I like tapped you on the shoulder, and you're like, oh, what's up, dude? Just like kept walking. Like, yeah. Oh. It was, you were with like a, they, yeah, you like had a group, group oh, okay. with and you time. were like yeah. not slowing down. I think because you had this it's, group of people. You had to get somewhere. It's hard. In I wasn't Vegas. even insulted. I was like, hey, he said, he said, what's up? So said, what's up? Dude, yeah. In Vegas, it's difficult because wherever we're going, like someone's getting us in. Right. Oh, awesome. Right. So if you get separated, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. You're the guy that's like, oh, where'd you guys go? Shut somebody oh. up. Oh, so, from Vegas, it's like beeline. Like, we have we to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. that makes yeah. so much sense. That, that first day that got canceled, did y'all end up playing anywhere else? Because I know no. a lot of bands ended up like doing little small gigs here and there. No, we were going to, and then uh, it was like, there was a couple options, and then we were like, mm, let's just hang on. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the Bring Me show and saw a little bit of that, but that's the only thing that I did. Yeah. 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 Did you catch any other uh, other bands at when we were young? Yeah. Uh watched AFI, oh, King AFI. Sunday, 
watch the use Jimmy World. That was, that's my, my first time seeing Jimmy World. They were, uh, they were right. really surprised me. They were really good. Yeah. It's yeah. a major warp tour nostalgia going on. For sure. Got to see the used and like you said, AF, AFI, crazy that. You know, it was and then My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. That's crazy. Oh, what was wild? We were also, we went with uh, Courtney for her birthday to go see Katy Perry. And Katy Perry was referencing Warp Tour as well and brought out a guitar and I remember played some music. the first time I saw Katy Perry was on Warp Tour. Yeah. yeah. That was wild. That was on like a small stage. I was going to say that was like two. Man, when was eight or something? Like yeah, seven, I remember when that was going on because she was more. I mean, she was a little bit more punk and stuff yeah. back then, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. And um, we went to dinner at Resort World, the, and we were trying to leave right when Katy Perry show got out. Oh, it was a nightmare. I bet it was it's crazy how huge. I mean, and rightfully so. I mean, she she I have a crush said, on her. I have a crush said, on her. That was the yeah. first time I'd seen her, and I was she's kind of a. She's kind of a badass. Like yeah. I was you really impressed. I had no I was idea really she could play the guitar. I had no clue. Yeah, yeah. That blew me away. Yeah. When are you getting your Food Network show, dude? We do. We thought of a sick idea the other day. Not Food Network for, for HGTV. If anyone out there is listening that has a plug for HGTV that can get us a connection, me and Dan have the best idea for a show. So you know they do like uh, restaurant takeover, and yeah. Restaurant remodel yeah, shows. Yeah. We want to do the same thing with venues. So then oh, you submit whoa. and me and Dan show up as two dudes from a band that know what bands want for like a backstage <laughs> oh, and really remodel the backstage of these venues. Cause so many of them are fucking trash. Be great. Dude. That'd be amazing. That'd be, I think, that'd be think, awesome. I think you should do it for the, like the whole venue even. Just like cool too. Just remodel the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Because the, there's fans so aren't going to like that. Come on. What the yeah, fuck? Like, there's so many things too. that are just in the backstage that they're just like shot. Where, yeah. like, why did they do them? This is not, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be That's rad. the one so to do. Trying to get the like trying that. to get the the plug for that. And if 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 Food Network wants to give me a show, yeah, I'll stay. Would you use the boom catchphrase or whatever? Or what I'd would you come up with my own? I think. Yeah. I secretly like. I, I want to be friends with Guy Fieri so bad. Um, I like. I just like hit him on Twitter every now and then. Yeah. I'm just trying to build awareness. Yeah, there's like our worlds are not too far apart right like, no he's, he's, a, a, he's, a he's at least heard of my band he's oh, out yeah. yeah like there's no way he's never at least heard of a treyu or like you know i would be like you know he's probably heard become the bull or yeah he's heard that song i'm saying like yeah. he's listened to the same stations yeah, yeah. you know like there's no way he's got that hair and he has heard of brett michaels like <laughs> we're basically yeah that's friends. the same thing that's basically the same that's, thing I, I just want to like be friends with guy Fieri, you know invite him out to a show and that's cool. Party. And then maybe he can get me a cooking show. We know a guy Fieri impersonator. Name so. a burger after you had his restaurant. But seriously. Yeah. My wife, we went to uh, Shiprock and there was a guy Fieri burger spot and she didn't like the name Donkey Sauce. But uh, we pumped her out. So I I just, whatever I want to get out of her, he's, he's the triple, Donkey Sauce. Is he the Triple D guy, right? Yeah. Triple D, Triple G. Yeah. Because there's like. Tournament of Champions. I watch, no, there's like, yeah. like three or four tri- or Triple Ds, right? You guys are yeah. pretty close to him. And so oh, he, yeah. We eat at him a lot around yeah. here too. So love Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, if you're listening, if anyone's listening that knows Guy Fieri, just shout him out. Send him a trip. We know a guy that dressed up as in for the Halloween yeah, party. He's our person. That's, that's close enough. Yeah, yeah. we'll close get enough. him here. We'll get Jesse. I'll here. hang out then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much again, Ray. We're super humble. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Be sure and catch us on our next episode, where Law of the Saw explains PFP projects. And, at, and a lot of the ones of the meta at the time were like these cute little cuddly creatures of 
like, oh, you're hee you know, like Care Bear, like cuddly hee you know. <laughs> Danny recalls horrifying things about his past. That's when I got attacked by the rat, was waiting for the cranium's party. <laughs> and Craig undervalues himself, and it isn't true, Craig. I always like describe to people, I'm like, slightly above average on most things. Laws more than just a pretty voice on a podcast. Law of the Saw's talents are on full display. Singing Avenge Sevenfold. I'll be, I'll dig a hole, put water in it, and stir it up, make a little mud pot. Oh.